This morning's reading is taken from Psalm 130. From the depths of my despair, I call to you, Lord. Hear my cry, O Lord. Listen to my call for help. If you kept a record of our sins, who could escape being condemned? But you forgive us so that we should stand in awe of you. I wait eagerly for the Lord's help, and in his word I trust. I wait for the Lord, more eagerly than watchmen wait for the dawn, than watchmen wait for the dawn. Israel, trust in the Lord, because his love is constant, and he is always willing to save. He will save his people Israel, from all their sins. Amen. Thanks be to God. My soul waits for the Lord more than the watchman waits for the morning. More than the watchman waits for the morning. In many ways, 2020 has been a year of waiting, hasn't it? We've waited for decisions to be taken on lockdowns, we waited the entire duration of a rugby match for the Prime Minister to come out and deliver a press conference. And even after that, we waited to find out what it meant in practice. Then there has been waiting to be allowed into shops, waiting in queues. It just seemed that little bit longer because they were socially distanced. Waiting to be called up to the till. Waiting for your home delivery waiting for a vaccine, waiting to return to something resembling even remotely a new normality. Waiting isn't easy. Earlier this year, we spent some time considering the fruit of the Spirit in our church, probably one that most of us find more easily and safely able to admit was that we struggle with patience. And waiting has been one of the struggles I've faced over the last eight, nine months or so. That sense that there is just no end in sight to what we're going through. And maybe that was why a couple of weeks ago, when it was announced that there was the possibility of a new vaccine, it was like a shaft of light broke into the gloom of the last few months, particularly since the start of the second wave. New possibilities were beginning to emerge. But we're not there yet. Still, we must wait. For trials to be complete. For licences to be issued. For vaccines to be rolled out. And some of us are a long, long way down the priority list. And we'll be waiting a while for that yet. And that's why RPM, normally more noted for his exuberant optimism, was on the telly the evening that the Pfizer vaccine was announced. Yes, he wanted to let us know the hopeful news, but also to temper expectation. We don't want people thinking, oh, it's all right, there's going to be a vaccine, and changing their behaviour too soon. 
We need people to wit. We need people to keep doing the things that they have been doing to keep themselves and others safe. If the first lockdown, with its sense of isolation and panic buying, the, the fear of going without, if that was all kind of appropriate for the season of Lent, maybe where we find ourselves now, that sense of waiting, that sense of how long is this going to go on for, that sense that there's just this glimmer of light and hope. Maybe all of that's appropriate for the Advent season that we're fast approaching. Because Advent is a season of waiting. In a couple of weeks, I'll start lighting my Advent candle. And as it burns down, we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. Children and big children like me will open the doors on their advent calendars. And as they wolf down each chocolate, it brings us closer and closer to the big day. But at advent, we remember a story of waiting. A story of our waiting. And God's. Of the long winding road through the Old Testament, from Exodus, through bloody conquest, through faltering judges, through, through a mostly downward spiral of kings into exile and then return. And that sense of disappointment at the reality. And waiting for fulfilment of promises. Awaiting the birth of Messiah. And in a little over a month, we will celebrate God's fulfilment of that promise when he sent Jesus into the world. But it's also a season when we look forward because we remember too that we are also waiting. And that waiting seems to be a long time with no real end in sight. It's our longing for God to complete what he started for a day when there will be no more sorrow or crying or pain for the old things will pass away and all things will be made new and our hope is that God who kept his promise once will do it again and our waiting can be anxious fretful impatient but there's another kind of waiting a hoping in the Lord that the one who has begun a good work in us will bring it to completion. And throughout the centuries, quite unlike RPM's recent press conference, those hopes are not played down. We are encouraged to change our behaviour now, to live in the light of that promise now. To live lives that reflect the future that God has for us. Right now at all sorts of levels we are in a season of waiting. And we have no choice but to wait. 
whether that be for lockdown to end, whether it be for vaccines to be sorted, or whether it's that more cosmic waiting for God to finish what he started. We have no choice but to wait. But we do have a choice of how we wait for the morning to come, as we have been promised it will. So as we enter this Advent season in the next few weeks, may we learn something more about godly waiting. Waiting with hope that the Lord will complete what he has started. Let's pray. Loving God, teach us to wait on you. To wait with our whole being. Physically, soulfully, spiritually. Teach us patience. Teach us longing. Teach us to pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen.